The warmest of greetings to you, and welcome to Happily Ever Teaching. This is the podcast to help you enthrall your learners in every subject under the sun using the best teaching method known to science: storytelling. To do this, we feature special guest educators who are passionately keen for your children to become amazing and successful human beings. I am storyteller Chip Cahoon, and with me today is. Hi, I'm Helen, and I teach reception year one children at the moment at a small school in Buckinghamshire. And I'm Nicola, and I teach year six children um, at a school in Hampshire. And I've spent time in my career also teaching students at Teach Training College at university. And today we are exploring what we can create with lessons in art, design, and technology, with a folktale found all around the world on the importance of balance, adapted by us to feature legendary pirate queen Grace O'Malley. You can listen to the story by downloading our sister podcast, Fables and Fairy Tales. Or search our website epictales.co.uk for Pirate Grace and the Mermaid Medicine. There you'll find a video of me telling the story that you can share with your children. And if you sign up as an Epic educator, you'll also get a copy as an ebook or paperback, beautifully illustrated by Erica Terry Rose, as well as the full audiobook for you to download at any time. There are even some tips there for telling the story yourself, and a whole heap of resources to go with the lesson ideas we're about to discuss, including any extra lesson ideas that we don't have time to fit into this podcast. Right now, though, let's continue our discussion with Helen Nicola and Pirate Grace O'Malley. We're going to see what things we can create today. What's being created with ages four to seven, Helen?、Um, I couldn't resist the idea of a shiny mermaid's tail. <laughs> <laughs> um, You've、um, definitely had shiny materials on the brain for quite a few podcasts. I think、recently. I have. I suddenly thought, as I said that, I think it's becoming a theme.、Um, <laughs> like, like the maps for geography. Yes, I think so.、I'm、going to be having、But、a shiny map soon. Just having. <laughs> We should. Oh, <laughs> hang on. Let me think about that. Maybe another podcast.、Um, I think the yes, I couldn't couldn't resist the idea of a.、Uh, Of using lots and lots of different materials, maybe bring in a sort of a re- reuse and recycle theme as well.、Mm. Using lots of different materials found, you know, sweet wrappers, foil, anything shiny, and creating a mermaid's tail.、Um, using it, either doing one as a class because that could be a beautiful piece of collaborative artwork. Yes, you know, you have a mermaid's tail, perhaps. Divided into scales, and they they use collage techniques to to create their scale, and then you've got a whole mermaid's tail, or or individually if you want、hmm. to do it that way. So I thought we'd start with with that, the idea of a mermaid's tail, and then sort of similar similar theme. My class love mermaids, and I've got this idea that they could do some sort of self portraits and turn themselves into mermaids.、Ah. Um, so use teach them those skills of drawing. A self-portrait, looking in a mirror, and no, you haven't got two round buttons for eyes and a round button for nose. No, no, you haven't.、Um, <laughs> and get them to do some <laughs> some self-portraits, but in in that context of then doing a very realistic face,、mm. but then creating turning themselves into a into a mermaid or a mer merman. So I thought we could do very shiny mermaid's tail work, but also some some careful self-portrait work, but turning、mm. themselves into a into a mermaid. I thought they would enjoy that. Yeah, it's a beautiful way of showing the the juxtaposition of styles as well, and, yes, and experimentation, and and yeah, all, all of the things that took human beings out of caves. So、yes. definitely, <laughs> definitely a very worthwhile activity. I mean, you could do a really lovely piece of work actually if you used 
you know, just sketching pencils for the first, the top, the top part, mm. and then maybe some watercolors or uh, watercolor pencils or something similar for the for the tail. So you've got those two contrasting yeah. sort of a very colorful tail, but um, sort of a sketched sketched grey and white portrait at the top. I think you could do some beautiful artwork. And in fact, mentioning caves just now has also made me realise that one of the very first um, cave art or, or a sort of ancient art we have is sort of, I guess you could call it a reverse mermaid. Um, it's it's a fish with legs. Oh, right. And so uh, we, we don't get enough self-portraits of our lower halves. So you could you could flip <laughs> this around yes. um, and uh, draw your own legs and then um, mm-hmm. give yourself a, a fish upper body. That's very good. I do. I've never... It's never even occurred to me to get the children to draw their legs, but I like that because get them really looking closely, wouldn't it, and thinking. Mm, And their feet as well, because our feet are all unique. I often have problems in my class of children drawing stick legs and stick Mm. arms, and they just do. No matter how many times you say, actually, isn't there something at the end of our arm? Uh, Don't you have feet? So actually getting them to spend a lesson focusing on (laughs) their legs. There you go, um, yeah. Could be quite a useful way of moving children beyond stick legs. <laughs> mm, yeah. For ages 7 to 11, though, Nicola, I believe you've gone for design and technology for your construction subject. I have. I do have a few art ideas as well. Oh, okay. There's actually, Helen just came when you were talking, actually. Something <laughs> that I've done in art before. So you've, been, you've inspired me to remember oh, this. Excellent. Um, mm-hmm. it, I just had this vision of the children dressing up as pirates and uh-huh. taking photographs, not of them as pirates, but taking shadow photographs. I've done this before okay. um, in a different context linked to World War II where Ooh. children dress up, you take the shadow picture and then you use that to help them make a print. But wow. I basically, I had a white, like a whiteboard on the playground. It was a nice sunny day and um, the children stood sort of to one side okay. and I took a picture of the shadow rather than actually taking a picture of the actual mm. child. That's interesting. And that way, that way you have a shadow picture that then could be going into printing. So you've just reminded me of that. I just, I think my children would absolutely love dressing as pirates. So even age seven oh, to yes. 11, pirates is, is still a thing. They'll get too cool when they get older than that, but at that age they can get away with it. <laughs> so you, are you saying basically that the shadow becomes the border for their print? Yes. Or the inspiration for their print. Wow. So they might take one aspect of it. Maybe that's the head or maybe it's the whole body, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's like using photography and art. Yeah. So yeah. using that as an inspiration and would the idea still be for them to kind of if they're dressing up as pirates taking photos of their pirate shadows and then getting inspired to create some sort of pirate image or would it be a little bit more open-ended at that and seeing what their shadow reminds them of you know whether it could be type of plant or it could it could be abstract art exactly so i mean actually i'm all for abstract art so taking lines and shapes and and developing those so it could be there's a a shape that's like a spiral shape and they use string to create a print you know you could go into printing with that as well cool what's really coming out of these podcasts is loads of ideas i want to run off and try myself (laughs) i know something something i did um we learned about japan in my in my school and we look at hokusai's big wave Mm. and you could quite easily put a pirate ship but there is a ship in that picture quite easily make it a pirate ship in that Mm. picture and do some beautiful painting um inspired by by that as well so using an artist to sort of go in to creating their own pictures so yes shall i talk about dt now i'm sorry i went off course there <laughs> no 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 no. that's absolutely grand that's we, 
I got we, inspired we, by Helen. I love it when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, my um, partner is a DT teacher, actually, at secondary school. So we had a, a really good chat about this over dinner tonight. Uh-huh. And um, one of his suggestions was about designing and making a boat out of sustainable materials. So um, okay. recycled materials. Um, it could be, obviously, our pirate ship. I mean, you could also do this for younger children, actually, you know, have big boxes and create a boat and do some yeah. drama linked to it. That'd be really, mm. really nice. That's one idea. Another idea, perhaps for slightly older children, but I think you could probably bring it in at, at age 10 and 11 as perhaps a model. But at secondary school, often children make a digital thermometer. Mm. So you need to buy kits for that but you could do that to check the temperature of the inmates on the ship because obviously mm-hmm. they're very yes. poorly and if their temperature gets too high then they're going to be very poorly and they need, they need the medicine that we've talked about so yeah. and the great thing is that all, all of these ideas that you're suggesting very much fit with the character we have of grace from the story yeah um, a little bit from the legends as well I, I have to say you know she does fit quite neatly with the portrayal that Yanina's given her in the story but mm. I can so imagine grace growing up from this story thinking and I need to make sure that if I'm going to be pirate of my own ship it's a sustainable ship and uh, it's got to have something on there that's going to be able to check the temperature of my crew before a massive cough breaks out You've almost got a design brief there, haven't you, in terms of a DT project? It's got, it's got to have solar panels. Yeah, yeah solar panels design, as well. A design so. brief. Here's your design brief for your for Grace's new improved ship. <laughs> exactly, exactly. In fact, I was yeah. listening to um, a BBC podcast not too long ago, um, which was talking about how building things out of wood is a very good thing to do uh, in the fight against climate change, because what you're doing is you're trapping the carbon. Um, when a mm. tree grows to a a certain height Um, yes it's absorbing carbon to get there but once you've got a full grown tree it's actually not as useful for tackling climate change because it's it's impact on the the carbon that's in the atmosphere just drops and kind of goes to it's almost net zero itself so chopping down a tree and actually using it for building something stops that tree rotting and releasing its carbon back into the atmosphere um, and therefore you're trapping the carbon okay obviously we still need to plant more trees mm. um, for every tree that we chop down. And, and if we do that, then you are going to be taking carbon out of the atmosphere. But once you've got your full grown tree, if you then chop it down and do something with it, that is far better than letting the tree just fall, rot and decay. That's really interesting. We, we should have way more pirate ships in the world because I think that'd be a <laughs> great way should. of trapping the carbon. <laughs> So on this ship, we've talked in science perhaps about a balanced diet. Let's um, let's create a soup that our pirates can eat that is helping them to stay um, well scurvy fed. Scurvy free, yes. Exactly, scurvy free. And, and actually in our school, we have like an environmental area and mm. the children grow vegetables. So recently they've been making um, potato and leek soup, for example. Oh, nice. um, but cooking is, is an important skill and it's very much part of design and technology. Where, where would preservatives come in? Would that be a DT thing or a science thing? Ooh. don't really mention it in, in DT but possibly I mean it's important it would, it's not explicitly mentioned but actually mm. there'd be no harm in mentioning it because that would be brilliant for a ship wouldn't it fantastic it, well yeah it's going to be absolutely sort of, vital to yeah. a ship because you know if, if she's um, going to be going on with uh, all of these different ingredients for recipes she's got to make sure they don't go off mm. I mean you could get some information from people that have travelled the world on you know on boats by themselves and that have done great deeds such as that and, and mm. what do they what do they have in their cabins to keep them sustained for long periods of time excellent that was they were fantastic ideas mm. i've 
I, I really am thinking I'm going to go away and build a pirate ship now. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> a pirate ship with some shadow pictures decorating it and... Uh, plenty of healthy soup. Yeah, plenty of healthy soup. Mm-hmm. That's sadly all we have time for in this episode, folks. If you'd like to talk to us about anything you've heard in this podcast, or if there's a subject you are soon to teach that you'd like us to cover, you can find us on social media using at Teach Happily, or leave us a review using your favourite podcast app. Please do also share this podcast with your colleagues and help us start a story-led revolution in classrooms around the world so children everywhere can learn in a way that's effective, memorable, and enjoyable all at the same time. Tomorrow, Pirate Grace will help us explore geography. But right now, it only remains for us to say cheerio, and we hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio, and we hope to hear your story soon.